Welcome back, y'all, to another episode of Hip Hop Baby's album review. Yes, sir. It's your host, Deadly. You know, I got my boy Ray with me as always. Today, we got something special, super special. JID has released his first full length project since 2017. We have made it. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. The Forever man. Story. Yeah, we have been waiting on this. This is one of our most anticipated projects because ever since DiCaprio 2, the Spillers Village project, you know, he's been popping up on a bunch of stuff, but he hasn't dropped anything himself in a minute. All that waiting, all that time has paid off, man. We are finally here. This shit is fucking amazing. You mentioned the Spillers Village album. I really liked a lot of the stuff that he incorporated in this album that reminded me of the Spillers Village album. Um, lots of use of chorus, you know, mm -hmm. like gospel gospel type themes, mm -hmm. uh, stuff like that, uh, that really just exploded on this project. His singing ability mm -hmm. has been yeah, refined. He does that. not need anybody else on his songs to fill them out. And I would say that at this point, any uh, feature that's on a JIB project is a complimentary piece and doesn't take away from the spotlight, doesn't do terrible Everybody always wants to come hard with Jid. Jid's like one of the best rappers right now. So he brings the best out of people. And it's just, it's fucking amazing to see, bro. And, you know, yeah. they just bring their perspectives on his tracks. Man. Yeah. Let me slow down. Let me slow down. Let me bring it back. A basis of what this album is about, if you, uh, you're you caring to listen to this, you haven't listened to it yet. It is about, you know, the continuation of the, uh, the, Never, the Story. Never Story. So it's like a revamp version almost where you're... It's not the same album, but you're getting a more insight, more perspective into what it was like with Jid, with his six other siblings growing up in Atlanta. Um, and this is truly just a tale about blackness in general. Yeah. For, for me. Uh, he brings across multifacets of his life, you know, uh, different, different things that he highlights that I'd just love to share with y'all. You know, the opening of the album has a voice on it where he's, this guy's talking, chewing him out. Um, and that's actually his football coach from high school, and he was chewing him out. But, you know, in a loving, caring type of way, trying to get on him, how uh, most of our coaches and teachers and stuff do. And I thought that was a really cool thing to incorporate, and I, I really relate to, you know, having somebody like that. Even though you were moved on from the next chapter to the next chapter of your life, you know, you always look back on those role models and stuff that yeah really brought you into who you are today yeah he has uh, a few like little personal uh, touches uh even this uh scrap track that was that he put out on youtube only because of a sample 2007 that let me know that this was going to be a really personal album you know even the forever story the title the never story had little moments in it or like lines or like little references but this was pretty blatant going right into the other track after that radar right after the coach amps him up man i had to rewind this one a few times i had to we said this when we talked about him on features at this point because we haven't really been able to review a project of his like on his own when he gets into a flow especially when he gets into it when the beat starts switching and he's still going it's almost like he doesn't stop he just lets it keep going you know what i'm saying yeah man he's something else he gets on another level he's like the alan iverson of this yeah shit, bro. this nigga's bag this nigga's bag is in hell bro that's yeah. how deep it is bro he's yeah. still reaching in there bro he ain't yeah. even found the bottom dicaprio too and it kind of felt that way was a teaser you know because that was his first i mean no the never story i forgot if he was signed to i think he was on dreamville at that point and then dicaprio too it was like he was fully on you know because i think the never story was like a transition dicaprio yeah. was the mixtape series and yeah uh, mixtape yeah. 2018 he released dicaprio 2 which was mm -hmm. a sequel mixtape 
and it felt like that kind of you know it felt like you know it, it had moments it had songs like um off the zoinkies and like um a few of strawberries them he, was, he just strawberries where you were just going in but he didn't have a theme like the never story this one he kind of goes back to that radar is one of my favorite tracks gets you ready for the beat switches that's going to happen later on too because there's a few of them on this album dance now i'm going in a little bit in order but we'll switch it up but i'm doing that because you know it flows pretty well. This album flows pretty well. And um, Dance Now, my favorite single. Catchy, dark, perfect track to get Kenny Mason to do the, the hook part on. I ain't dapping no hands, sanitized niggas. Take- <laughs> yeah. The voice, bro. The voice mm-hmm. is so catchy. And then, mm-hmm. you know, Kenny Mason, that's my boy. That's my boy since day yep. one. Ever since Serial came out with uh, Kenny Mason, IDK, and uh, JID, I knew that was 2019. I knew that this was going to be. A superstar tandem because this nigga yeah. Kenny bro with his choruses is just crazy bro like his fusion of of rock rap just the way that like it makes made his whole voice is just fucking amazing yes dance now amazing track yeah super catchy stuck in my head all the fucking time it's really that voice bro it's just like when when somebody does like some crazy ass voice and it catches your ear like that it's just like is in there forever for me yeah so i love that track i love the other single too because we're talking about singles surround sound you know yep, 21 with, with yeah. 21 and uh, baby tate that was a great track uh, i mm-hmm. love the concept of the track you know you just like you in the hood like the surround sound of like you know gunshots just around you and shit mm-hmm. and, like, that's how you riding through and shit i love the concept of it i love all the extra sounds added on top of it he does a lot of like hidden sounds in this project if you're not listening close enough you won't catch a lot of the stuff so it's like one of those projects that like if you're not actually listening you're not gonna get a lot from it so you have to sit down with this album every single time that was the perfect single uh i think that was like one of the first ones Um, it was the first one Shows what type of features you're getting. Because when he showed the feature list, seeing that he started with like 21, and then I seen he get Dirk on here. He had a little Wayne. Yasin Bay, or, you know, Most Def. I was wondering how he'd fit sometimes. With this album, he showed he could fit with anyone. Because um, he has he's versatile. That's why I think he does a lot of beat changes. Because hearing him over one thing, it's almost putting him in a box. You have to switch it up sometimes, because he can get on a different flow. He can get on a different topic on the track. Mm-hmm. Um, his verses are really diverse um with the way he goes into them um the hooks we're talking about singing uh cody blue yeah like, he was really singing on that track he's always showed he had vocal ability on moments but or on tracks but he was really singing on that one uh cody blue um that was an emotional track he had a few of those like that the only real like singing track that i remember from him before this like I could say, Sandstorm with Mirba. Yeah, um, yeah. I was, was gonna like say that's really, that's the perfect one. Yeah, th- that was like his real like singing one. And then also like you know he did a little bit of stuff on uh, this Pillagen album. Um, but yeah, this one he really brought forward like all the pieces to what he had so far. Yeah. So it's like it's really cool. We are getting a continuation of Never Story, but it's on a much grander scale, and he's like much more tapped into what he he wants to do. So, yeah. And I feel like Jizz really like getting into into that level of um you know what he wants to do like where it doesn't matter what he puts his mind to as long as he does put his mind to it it's gonna get done type stuff insane like my mind is blown even though i was expecting something like this it's just like you can't really 
until it happens. So. Yeah, because you can tell you put in the time and the effort with this album. That's probably why it took him in it. He's been working on a lot of things with other people, building connections, it seems like. Touring, you know, making his making his dough. So and you're still giving us top notch albums. Keeping going into the track list. Crack sandwich. What you gotta say about that one? What you gotta say about crack sandwich? Crack sandwich is like uh just one of those songs that's all that shit that you would hear in your house growing up type stuff, you know. Mama said, when you fall down, stand up, get a bandage. I ain't got cheeseburger money. Make a sandwich. Yeah. How many times you heard that, you know, we got McDonald's at home. You know, you ain't, you ain't McDonald's. We got it at home type shit. So uh, I really just love that song, proverb type song for uh, people like us. So uh, it's really cool just to hear somebody who can make catchy cool song and you, you can relate to it so much who makes music like this bro nobody yeah. makes music like this so it's like yeah. it's just really cool to have somebody who grew up in a low-income household and like the streets of atlanta with like a bunch of siblings and stuff and like all that comes into culmination onto this project onto this song in particular why you being bad see your dad get your ass whipped Heard yeah. That a million times too. yeah 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 can't poke me uh i really like that track um i feel like him and earth gang um are really good together another really unpredictable artist in, in earth gang it's a duo and they're also like super sporadic where they'll change up in the middle of a song change change the beat change the flow type stuff they're really just like a real grab your ear type rapper i i love this track too blow up the pump can't help me Laying down the rules, like, yeah, you know? yeah. I feel like that was a cool little aggressive beat track. The chemistry is there, obviously. You were talking about Cody Blue. We'll talk about Brednam. Brednam right after that. Dirkio! Um, it's one of my favorite tracks for sure. Yeah, Dirk. Um, hey, Dirk slid. I was worried. You never know. Sometimes with Dirk, I don't know. Wait, he wait, slid wait. on this one. They went crazy on this track. The beat was fucking top notch. <laughs> Yeah, it was. <laughs> These guys are going back and uh, mm -hmm. like right after each other, right? And it's just it's a song about you know loving your brother, sticking up for your brother, how people outside of the community see uh, people that you love, and yeah, uh, you know that's just that's somebody that you love that you don't know what they're going through, layoff type shit. You got Dirk on here. Dirk been in the public eye a lot for stuff that is surrounding him and his brother, so I feel like getting him on this track was pretty much the perfect fit vocally and song wise and like public perception wise like it was it hit on all facets so I, it's, I didn't expect him to get dirk on on the album when he showed the track list i was like oh dirk's on here I was like, big feature um same as lil wayne on here mm -hmm. later right after that we got sis and m this is where the album flips so if you, you didn't know it was supposed to be 16 tracks like we said earlier two eight side tapes and then you flip the eight sideways it's a infinity sign forever you know type stuff so just really cool details that he adds there's a lot of alliteration a lot of like stuff like you would find in poetry and some of his even in his verses you know the for for people who look for that you would catch it you know what i'm saying i've seen a lot of breakdowns of his uh bars you know and if you're really a rap nerd you would look into that just like with kendrick you know people used to compare him to kendrick a lot and i think still do but he's definitely paved his own lane. I think he did it a little bit ago, but this um solidifies that. He's like one of those guys that you can dissect and you can learn from uh, forever. You can listen to this album a hundred times. I promise you, you're going to find something new every single time you listen to it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's wild. Yeah. Um, and this is some of the stuff that I would, that I really appreciate about Kendrick, you know, when I was growing up and stuff. It's just like, Back in 2012, when I was listening to Section 80, Good Kid, Mad City, it's like, I didn't fully understand every single line, every single song, every single message. You know, you got to live life to really understand all that type of stuff. And it's just like, he's one of those 
piece of life or genre rappers, right? Where mm-hmm. he'll, he'll take a moment in his life and he'll paint it out for you and you can learn a plethora of lessons from it. And he's just got so much wisdom, like yeah. Sterling said. And but it's relatable. And it's, it's not preachy. It's relatable. It's, relatable. It's, not, yeah. it's not preachy. He has perfect technique to the point where you can study that too. It's just like, it's like who doing it like this, bro? Like there's nobody... There's nobody that can do it like this. So, you know, hats off to Jed for just being like one of those guys that, you know, you can always count on and it's mm-hmm. not going to be phony and it don't matter. He, he don't care about falling off. You know, he's going to give you the real. You want to break down System a little bit, you know, talk about the track? Uh, System's coolest, just the, you know, the dichotomy of, of the two tracks is a lot more like a passive view. It's not the same perspective of of jizz it's more of like the people that was following him along the way that's what i got from it is that what you got from it it's like his sister's with him and they're Mm -hmm. watching you know they're watching him as he progresses and it's like a different perspective and stuff so it's just like it's really cool because he's he's highlighting uh uh, another perspective and just taking on another character he keeps adding like different facets yeah to to his raps i think james blake shows up later on the track as well I think that was James Blake. He's uncredited, but I think there was a few vocalists. That was a cool track. It was a longer one, too. I feel like there's a few longer tracks on here, especially as we get into this part of the album. Um, second side, um, Stars. But I feel like he has... It's warranted. It's not like the longer tracks are boring or they're they're noticed to be long, because sometimes with rappers, I feel like they do that. They make tracks too long, because you go into Can't Make You Change. That one was cool. Ari Lennox and him. She's dope. Um, I feel like when they do tracks together, it's cool. This one wasn't my favorite by them, personally. I liked the one line, uh, she and my DM from my DNA strands. That was funny. And then the B change at the end is my favorite part of the track, mm-hmm. where it switches okay. up and he starts going in. Um, but like you were saying with the long track stuff, yeah, they, they're just really dense yeah. songs. Like, it's not... It's not that they uh, that he was, like, adding on, like, a one-minute beat runoff at the end. Really, like, dense, and you have to digest it, so... I feel bad sometimes with these, like, breakdowns. I can't get into every single detail, and I really mm-hmm. would love to. Man, we got to keep going, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Stars, Yasin Bey, um, I was I was hyped for this one. Um, knowing what, you know, Yasin Bey brings to the table, because, you know, I mean, he's a top-tier MC. Classic. He has a classic album or two. When you bring him on a project, or when you bring him on a song, you have to bring it. I expected bars, and I got them. They talked about, like, climate change. I think most devs said... At one point, is race really a thing? This was a party track for sure. There's a lot. I mean, I Bruh, bet they're going to be breaking down beat. this one. The beat was interesting. Like, I, I was like, whoa. If you get Yassin on the band on the track, I expected something a little different. And but the way that the beat was made allowed Jid to flow on this, like, something yeah. crazy. Like, the yeah. dun 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 like stop I like this track. Yeah, like this... he was he was doing the thing with his voice where he was talking about star, he was rhyming stars and he was going star like yeah. you know like that shit that he just does with his voice and I was just like bro he's putting on a clinic he's yeah, putting on I a like clinic it. and yeah, then this, this, this uh, is dope Yasin Bay only gives like what like a few, eight bars not that's even a how full he verse. is nowadays but I mean whenever he pops up it's always fun to see but he had a lot of impact with his words yeah even that's though how he it came is. at the even though it came at the end you know it like. The beat changed a little bit. It set the spotlight on him, and he said what he needed to say, and it was, I mean, it was a good verse. So, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you can't complain. Right after that might be my favorite track on this whole thing just because, you know, I'm, I'm a Razor-type guy, you know. I'd be going to concerts, you know. I'd be 
punching niggas in the heads and shit. Just in Time is the perfect song for punching somebody in the head. So Kenny Mason rocks crowds. Uh, I love him. I, I can't wait to see this this live if he ever does this live. Yeah. Uh, if they go on tour together, that should be crazy. The two verses are fucking insane. JID and J and Lil Wayne. I think both got verse of the year contenders with this one song alone. Yeah, and Lil Wayne. Yeah, Lil Wayne. I love that Lil Wayne. You know, whenever he chooses to pop on the feature and really brings it to the table, he will bring a verse of the year. I remember with, uh, I think it was either on Flower Boy or Igor, like, he had one, no, Flower Boy, I think. Dropping Seeds? Dropping Seeds, he, he killed that. Or, like, he always shows up on these younger people's albums and shows love. He's not afraid. Yeah, he did it. I mean, on Polo G. Yeah, he's not. Uh, yeah, he obviously influences. Really yeah, he influences these people, and he's obviously not afraid to show them love and work with them and give them top tier verses. Like he goes, it's almost like he goes back in his time capsule, and it's like, yeah, he killed that one too. I'm always looking forward to seeing whenever he pops up on a feature like this because I know he's gonna try to bring it. Um, he did it for a uh, Corday too. Yep. It's crazy, man. I believe everything that he says. You know, it's, it's funny. It's like a lot of these rappers, they just be lying at their ass. Wayne, mm -hmm. the shit he be saying, he's like, man, I don't write down a single verse. You know, I just go in there and rap it. Hey, man, I, believe I don't it. repeat. I don't repeat any bars. You know, I go back and I look at what I, I listen to what I was rapping and I make sure I don't repeat nothing. I believe that. I don't <laughs> know how you listen to your whole discography, you know, to figure out what you listen yeah, to. Yeah, because he dropped what you a lot said too. before. He dropped Because you dropped way too much music, but you know what, man? You Superman at this point. Yeah, shout out to him on this one. This was a, this was a dope. This is one of my favorite tracks, too. And uh, Money, right after that, you know, some of the... I like Money. The, money, the chorus yeah. stuff from Spilligion kind of leaked over here. He got a bunch of kids and was just like, y'all go sing your heart out. Talking about how bro being broke is a expensive lifestyle and how like- Ain't that ironic. Ain't that ironic and talk about how like, you know, everybody, especially when you broke, you want money, but you know, comes with things. I liked it. It was, it wasn't like one of my favorites, but it was a cool, it, it sparked my ear again. I was like, okay, this is cool. And it's just one of those things that like, we're all thinking about, you know, when we're, when you don't have it, right? You're always thinking about it and it does pay you know a little bit to to pay attention to what these people who who do have it say about it and it mm -hmm. shouldn't be something that drives your life necessarily next one another one of my favorite tracks man i feel like i said this for every track better days featuring jonta austin shout out jonta that shit was she was dope really cool track about the uh duality of jid and one of his best friends growing up start at Start at one point, which are the better days, and then we're progressing past that throughout the song. Jid is detailing stuff that his homie's getting wrapped up into, while also keeping us grounded in the timeline, talking about some stuff that's going on with his life, saying he didn't get good sleep until he was 27, mm. aka when, 2017 when he dropped to Caprio 2. You know, mm -hmm. he got a little bit of money, got a little bit of bread. Meanwhile, his brother over there is catching a charge. And, you know, first time he, he's like, whatever, you know, shit happens. He progresses a little bit more. Homie catches a second charge, goes to jail. And he's like, what the fuck? The duality of, of their two lives. And I just like the concept of he's still looking for those better days. Even though he's talking about all the shit that he's doing. He's at the Grammys. He's doing. He's progressing in life. You know, he still wants to bring his homie with him. And it's not the same without the homie. So. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely. I, yeah, this track, this track hit. Um, sometimes, even, you know, me personally. You grow up with people or, you, you know, you're doing things and then y'all both go different ways. And y'all still keep in touch or y'all still tap in. You know, stuff happens, you know. 
Um, sometimes y'all both go different ways for the better. Sometimes when y'all go up, when y'all go down, sometimes it's an up and down thing. Yeah, sometimes you do wish you could go back and be like, man, I wish we could go back when we were just kicking it. It was simple, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't, it wasn't all that drama. So that was a cool little track. And then we cap it off with the official closer of Water 2. We're not really going to get into 2007. That would have been the perfect closer, though. I, I like what he gave us with this one, but that would have been the perfect closer. I understood why he just put it out because... You could damn near still count it. But this was cool. It was a cool way to close the album. With the what he gave us, he knew he couldn't finish on a bad note, and he definitely went out. That was cool. I like this track. I really like the feature on this orb features. Raven, Lene, and Aaron. Aaron Allen King. She could sing. Reminds me a lot of, uh, you remember when we did the review of Vita? Mm-hmm. Little Mermaid. Way um, reminds me a lot of her voice and how she's like mm. kind of like ethereal on there a little bit, you know, okay. kind of like giving that a like out of body type scene. I thought it was really good, and it was like really good contrast of the beginning of the track and that like the eight away's coming in and thumping. And he's like, yeah, part of me, part of me, I'm front of a war, you know. He's yeah. coming in hard, and then she slows it down all the way. This was this was this was a good listen. I was a great listen, amazing listen. This album was the shit. I wouldn't really ask to change much. We went track by track pretty much because this is arguably a track by track album. I feel like Jid, he knew what people were saying about him. He knew what the reaction was about to be as far as like, if he came with a mid album or he came with an album that wasn't really up to expectations, it would have been like, damn. He had a little margin of error and he hit. On every level, I'm looking forward to more work, of course, because um, I know you got a lot more tucked mm-hmm. in, probably. So this mm-hmm. was a good, not a starter, but a good way to keep it going and keep pushing. Because I can see some hits on here. I can see you being a star or a superstar, even if you keep going. Find a way to get on the radio consistently, especially with J Cole pushing you. Um, the Dreamville mm-hmm. people should be eating this up. I think this should be bigger than it even is. This should have been the number one album. Easily, this is one of the best albums of this year. It's up there with Kendrick's, especially at this point in his career. This was impressive. This is very impressive. Yeah, yeah. And um, one of the things I really appreciate about Jid is, you know, now he's on, didn't get number one, should have got number one. He's not going to be putting out those songs that are, are just for the radio type stuff, like Surround Sound and mm-hmm. Dance Now. Those were very much so, like, reminding me of, like, 2000s type type singles right where you release the single because it's your damn near your best song and it gets so many plays like radio plays and stuff that it does your promo for you he's not yeah. out here on tiktok you know doing the yeah. dance and that's why he's making tiktok that's why, songs that's why he gets traffic he mm-hmm. gets traffic because his songs are so good that you can't help but go and check out the rest and i was also worried you know with some of the big name features that um, he might not shine as much or like they would take away from the album. No, it showed that he could be a contemporary, if not even doing better than some of these legacy adult acts. You know what I'm saying? Like he kept up with all of them or maybe even did a little better. So yeah, man, Jid, this is what we want. We need more of this. Don't take as long, please. But if you do, hey man, if you're going to keep giving me stuff like this, I cannot complain. I cannot complain at all. Yeah, it was great. And I'm glad he came with a, a full concept as a as an album because I don't think that I wanted another DiCaprio type album at all. Even though no, it was, yeah. it's, it's good. It's like, this is what we needed. This is what I wanted. Yeah. 
I really appreciate it. I mean, I don't know if I got it above Kendrick yet, but that's why we gonna make a top ten video, bro. Yeah. Y'all don't get to know none of that shit <laughs> until I tell Till you. Till later, yeah, for real. That's it, man. Yeah, that's all I got. Thank y'all for checking it out. We appreciate it. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, all that. We appreciate it. Hit us up on social media, the Hip Hop Babies everywhere. Hit us up on the email at thhbpodcast at gmail.com. Alright, y'all. Thank you so much. As always, see y'all next time. Peace. Peace.